Welcome in on a Tuesday edition of the Bill Michaels Show. Glad you're with us today, and uh, it's going to be a warm one today. A little bit different than what the forecast was going to be or was on Saturday, going back to Friday and Saturday of last week. I thought I had yesterday to get my grass cut, and that was it. Yesterday I got off the air, it started raining, and I thought, oh, God, I'm not going to be able to cut it now until maybe next week. And lo and behold, today, uh, this afternoon, is going to be sunny and close to 80. So I'm kind of geeked, to be quite honest with you. I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, that being said, we are going to pick up today where we left off yesterday. And I'll tell you what that is coming up here momentarily. But I think it's, I think it's a legitimate question. And I'm going to have you think about it when we, uh, when we get ready to go to break here. But I'm going to talk about this coming up here in just a minute or so. Uh, if you want to join the program, always 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, you can find us over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Uh, you can track us down uh, on Instagram, The Bill Michaels Show. Facebook is The Bill Michaels Show. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. It's easy enough. And then YouTube continues to grow, which I love, uh, the fact that more and more people are, are watching the program. And you can do that. Yes, you can do that. And uh, you can see uh, not only uh, you know in studio, but when we go on the road, we go to Burkle's for the uh, Green and Gold postgame show. Uh, when we travel for the huddle, which next week we're actually going to be in Marshfield. We're looking forward to that, going up to Nuts Deep, too. So we're going to be there in Marshfield next uh, Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Going to be there Tuesday night and the next Wednesday the show is going to emanate live from Nutsy 2 I'm excited about that. Uh, and then you've got, uh, obviously, YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. You can find us on Twitch TV. If you have the Twitch app, if you have the Kick app, you can find us there as well. You can find us on LinkedIn. You can find the link over on uh, X on, on Twitter. So, so many different ways to get a hold of us. Uh, the email address, always thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Thebillmichaels at gmail.com. And then there's the website, thebillmichaels.com. The app is The Zone Madison. The Zone Madison. Get in the zone. Madison. And then uh, on After the Fact on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts as well. Find Grant Bills at Wisco Grant over on Twitter. Grant, how you doing today? I'm doing good. We just have so much good sports to watch this week. Both of uh, both Game 6 and Game 7 of the, the Championship Series last night and the Vikings pulled off an upset and then the NBA tonight and more baseball. There's just there's a lot for me to yeah. do when I get home this week, and that's great because I, I don't really have a life. I need sports on television, so this is a good week yeah. for me. I uh, I sat last night and flipped back and forth. I I don't know why, but I think I hit my limit of two specific people. Two specific people that I started paying paying attention to, and now I'm kind of like done with it. And I'll, I'll tell you that in a minute because last night was great. Uh, I got a lot of work done around the house. I did some paperwork last night. And uh, sat down like you. I watched both baseball games, and I tuned into the Monday night game. And uh, then I worked out a little bit. I mean, I had a banner night. It was just a restful, relaxing, get a few things done night. And then the word breaks that Giannis is signed, which is we'll talk about with Jim Ozarski coming up here in a little bit. But Giannis is signed with the uh, with the Bucks and extends that contract. Basically, another four years guaranteed. He's going to be here. And uh, basically running out the Damian Lillard contract. So they're now tied at the financial hip. And which I, I guess, 
you know, for the rest of the world, everybody's shocked. Uh, New York is shocked. Boston is shocked. Miami is shocked. I mean, it, it's all that. You know, I, the Lakers were hoping eventually to get him. And, and you know, and I, I thought to myself, are you stupid? Uh, more people need to listen to this show. He was never going anywhere. All he wanted to do was make sure that they were going to stay competitive and have a legitimate shot at getting themselves another ring. And he's staying. So I, I don't know why all these cities are just all oh, they're reeling today. Oh, my God, we lost out on the Giannis sweepstakes. There was never a Giannis sweepstakes. Never. So. Uh, I was glad to see that it happened. Um, so we had we had last night. Uh, I was watching the uh, the Rangers game and the the Rangers Astros game. By the way, the Rangers just exploded, which was fantastic. And now you've got Game Seven of the Phillies. And the Arizona Diamondbacks coming up tonight, which is incredibly exciting. Um, no, Rick, there was two games on yesterday. They played in Philadelphia, and they got it. They had a game on today. Was today was yesterday a game? Uh, did they play in Philadelphia during the day? That was it. That? that was at night. Uh, or no, that was the early game. Yep, that was the. I'm yeah, getting Philadelphia I'm getting my was the early game, and yeah. So no, there was two games on yesterday, Rick. Uh, before you hit enter, you better check yourself. There was two games yesterday, and there's only one game tonight. So you've got now the Texas Rangers waiting for the winner of tonight's final game seven, and that is between Arizona and Philadelphia in Philly because Philadelphia lost that game in Philly last night. So watch both of those games. Watch the Monday night game. Was excited about all of it. I am done with two people who media-wise hold our attention. Uh, I'm done with Taylor Swift, and I'm done with Aaron Rodgers. Is that fair? Am I being too harsh on all of this? Uh, Aaron, to me, I, I just I've I've lost an interest in him. Not because he's not the Packers' quarterback, but because of all the backhanded crap that he fires off continuously, and he thinks he's cool doing it, and he's nothing more than a petulant baby. And I'm just done. I'm done watching Aaron Rodgers. I mean, when he comes back, I mean, obviously, if he comes back, obviously it'll be something to watch when it comes to Sunday on the field. But I'm I'm done listening to him. I, I just, you know, I just can't. I can't anymore. Oh, he was I, on the Manning cast last night. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah he was on the Manning cast. I and missed it that. Was, it, it, you know, it's okay talking about the injury and all that kind of stuff, but all this self-indulgent crap, I, I, I've never run across – uh, and I shouldn't say that because Allen Iverson was that way and there's other players that have been extremely selfish. But just the self-serving pomposity of Aaron Rodgers is disgusting. It, it's just over the top and it's no wonder he's losing sponsors. Nobody wants to be associated with – I mean, the player on the field's one thing, the jag off the field is another. And nobody wants to be associated with that right now. Uh, and then the second portion of that is I'm sure she doesn't mean to do it, but I'm sure she's a – sucking up every bit of media she can get. But the whole thing with Taylor Swift, it's almost like she's run the Kelseys out of their own box at Arrowhead with her her group. And now they are coming up with handshakes that have to be done over and over and over and over and over again with Brittany uh, Mahomes. And just, I, I just, I'm, I'm done. I just, I can't watch her anymore. 
She's, I, I don't know if money, I don't know if what maybe they thought was going to be this terrific PR boon for her, and maybe it has. I mean, any publicity is good publicity, publicity, as they say. But I have run into more people that say, I am now so done with all the fake crap of Taylor Swift. And that was a girl that was like likable and genuine, and even her commercials were good. And now it's, I cannot stand to look at her. Is that bad? I, 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 I'm just done with it. And, and part of it's the media's fault because she hasn't said anything. But, oh, my, she knows she's on camera. Every, every chance she opportunity gets, she's going to be on camera. But it, it, to me, it looks like Mrs. Kelsey, who's, you know, Travis Kelsey's mom up in Travis Kelsey's box, is basically being run out of the box by Taylor Swift's posse of people. I'm like, I'm just done. I just, I don't want to see her anymore. I really don't. If Kansas City game comes on, I'm turning it off. Because I don't want to see every reaction of Taylor Swift anymore. So that was my, uh, that was my two, two aggravations of the evening. If, if I was wearing sandpaper underwear, I would have been less irritated, I guess. I don't know if that's fair or not, but it is what it is. I thought you were going to come after Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. I was like, well, I, no, I might have no, to defend no. those guys. I'm, no. I'm a big fan. No, I you look. I have had, I have sat down and had dinner with Joe Buck up in the Packers, you know, um, at Packers games, and I don't mean to where it's just him and I. I'm talking about a group of people, but I, I've had, he was on my show a couple of times, and he professed how much he really did enjoy Lambeau and how there's certain ballparks and certain places he loves to go, and so I went up to meet him. It was on a Monday, and I went up to meeting that Monday night. It was a Packers Monday night game at the time. And, no, I take the back. It was a Sunday game at the time, and I had talked to him on Friday. And um, I had a chance to go in and say hello to him. And he said, hey, let's, you know, I'm, I'm going to sit down and eat here. You, you, wanna, you don't want to talk. So I got a chance to sit down with him and kind of talk to him for about 15, 20 minutes while I sat there and ate a brat and, you know, drank a, drank a soda and called it a day. But he's just a, he's a likable guy. And he genuinely does love, like, Lambeau and so many things that the Packers have to offer. Now, I know people hate Troy Aikman, and Troy Aikman, it's, it's the Troy show. We all know that. We found that out through Mike Clemens uh, and some of the people, the producers and such at ESPN. But, but Joe Buck, I, I like Joe Buck. I, I just do. If I had to tell if there's three people on a boat and the boat's going down, and I mean, you know, two out of the three are going to die. Who are you going to pull off of it? I'm, I'm yanking Joe Buck off that boat. <laughs> if it's Joe Buck, Taylor Swift, and Aaron Rodgers, I'll yank Joe Buck off the boat, and then I'll throw some cinder blocks on the on the boat after that. <laughs> Just like God, get, you know, I'm over it. I'm over it. Uh, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. That so that's my early rant. But how about uh, the Texas Rangers? They just bombed Houston last night. Did you see? Did you watch the game last night? Yeah, that was the one that I had on with the football game was on. I watched Phillies Diamondbacks just during my show on the TV in the studio. Right. So I was able to see basically all of both of the games. Last night, they had two people in astronaut uniforms. Did you see that? The two people sitting in helmets? Yeah. And, oh, my God. I laughed so hard. They're sitting there stone-faced. Like they, you know, they just watched all their money just fall out of their house and, and people scooped it up and ran away. It, it just, 
they're both sitting there so stone-faced in those those dumbass helmets, those NASA helmets. It was, I, I mean, they kept cutting to them, and I was laughing my ass off, and not because the Astros were losing. I was happy about that, but just because they just looked so, they had no clue they were on TV, and they just looked so ridiculous. <laughs> so, uh, I just loved it. Oh, my God, I just loved it. But watching uh, the, the Houston Astros go down in that fashion by just getting pinned, they were never even in the game. Getting pounded like that was just was was heartwarming. So now tonight, you either you're either rooting for Arizona to get there to make it an Arizona Texas kind of a eyebrow raising, almost unwatchable series, or you're rooting for Philadelphia and a little bit of star power with Bryce Harper and company, and yet uh, another you know wild card underdog to get there and uh, to actually you know make some hay, but. Or the Ben Kenny aspect, if you want, you know, want to see Ben Kenny go out of his mind and watch Philadelphia um, get there, and then ultimately lose in a World Series to where Ben. I want to see Ben Kenny's mom on a light pole. That's what I'm rooting for. So if that happens, I want to see her climbing up on Ben's shoulders and then being hoisted up on a greasy light pole. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. So uh, you've got that coming up tonight. Games, you got a game seven tonight, which is just fantastic, and I'm excited about that. All right, what I want to ask you is this. We ended on this yesterday. Yesterday, Mike Clemens, as we were getting ready to end the show, um, he was talking about the what was said to him in, a, in the locker room about Joe Barry, the defense, uh, about how they had a scheme that was working. They came down, he switched it up, and they all looked at each other like, well, wait a minute, we didn't, we didn't really – why? I mean, things are working. We don't want to switch it up. And then on top of that, he, there's no rah-rah. There's no inspirational speech. There's no fire. There's no brimstone. There's no emotion. There's no passion. It's just, now oh, we're going to do this now. Okay. And then some of the guys are like, well, wait a minute. We didn't even, you know, what am I doing? What? They, like, guys didn't even know where they were supposed to be. And then Mike finished up by saying, but Bill, think about this. For any second-year player on the Packers roster, or first-year rookie, ask yourself, who has gotten substantially better? And I had to think about that. And I, I said, I wrote a note down. I said, I'm going to follow up with that today. So who do you think is substantially better? This year, whether it's a rookie, a second-year guy, I mean, even somebody that's coming back from injury or something to that effect, but who is substantially better on this football team? And that can kind of piggyback off of what we were discussing last week when we were talking about where's, where's the talent to hang your hat on? Who's winning consistently? Who is, uh, who is your pro bowler? Who is your, your game-changer? Do the Packers even have one? You know? So who has first or second-year player on this Packers roster gotten substantially better as the season has gone on? And then take it a step further and say, who are you going to hang your hat on? Who is a game-changer on this team? Think about that. Think about that. Want to get into that. Uh, today we've got we got good stuff today. We got uh, Zach Halpern's going to join us. We're going to talk some Badger football. Here come the Buckeyes and one of the best defenses they've run out there in a while. 
And I, it was funny. I was in the grocery store yesterday. Or no, no, excuse me. I was at Stein's yesterday. I was picking up uh, Christmas lights, believe it or not. I was at Stein's yesterday, and the guy said, they got a chance. And I said, what do you mean they got a chance? And he said, the Badgers. And I looked at him, and I said, are you a betting man? He said, no. I said, well, then it doesn't matter because you're not going to lose any money. But no, they don't have a betting chance. Not unless the bus breaks down on the way to Camp Randall. And then he asked me, what about the Packers? And I said, well, let's see what we see tonight out of the Vikings and how bad they get beaten. And then, lo and behold, holy mackerel, San Francisco's now lost two in a row, and the Vikings won a game and looked good doing it, and their defense looked really good. I don't think the Packers are going to score more than 16 points. Packers are going to get beat again at Lambeau. I mean, they're going to get beat again. This offense sucks. Nobody's getting better, in my opinion. And we'll talk more about that coming up. It could be a really, really, really ugly football weekend. In the Uh-oh. I think we lost Bill. Uh, here's what we'll do. I hope Bill doesn't disagree with this decision, but we'll start our break. We'll come back three minutes and we'll continue this conversation next on the Bill Michaels show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michaels show on the Wisconsin sports zone radio network. All right, team Pella, listen up. Thanks, John Kuhn. Customers love our products with limited lifetime warranties. Check out these big plays. Incredible innovations like blinds and shades between the glass. No interference on that play, coach. And stylish windows with hidden screens that make game days a breeze. Can it get any better? It can. With monthly payments as low as $19 per window, $75 per patio door, and a free quote at PellaWI.com. Let's go. Whether you're looking to replace older damaged windows and doors or just wanting to revamp the look of your home, Pella offers a wide range of styles and materials to match your home's unique design. Hurry, take advantage of monthly payments as low as $19 per window and $75 per patio door at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Get your free quote today at PellaWI.com. 6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offers at 1031 have you back sorry about that sorry we dropped it's happened twice now in two weeks we're just uh it's like somebody turns the electric off and flips it back on not in the house but in our uh, in our system here weird weird stuff good to have you back uh this portion of the pro by the way this portion of the program is brought to you by our friends at point brewing and uh, cider boys has the new caramel apple if if you're finding it out there let me know where I've been trying to buy it now. I went to Woodman's this morning. Uh, I was at uh, Costco last week. A couple of small uh, convenience stores uh, that I looked for. Quick Trip. Nobody has it. I can't find it. So I'm trying to buy it. And either one of two things has happened. Uh, One would be that everybody's gotten the message on this stuff and they find out it's really good and it's just sold out. Or... Some distributors just aren't carrying it for whatever reason, which uh, two things. One, it's an unbelievable cider, which is that's time of year. And the second thing is it's local, for God's sakes. You can find Angry Orchard all over the place and Red's Apple Ale. Both of those suck. This stuff is fantastic, and it's local. And I, I, I can't believe that we don't have 
more distributors and more people carrying this. So if you found it, let me know where, and I will promote the hell out of it because I can't find it anywhere. So uh, let me know where the, uh, the, the, the Point Brewing Cider Boys Caramel Apple is, and you better believe I'll be promoting the hell out of that for sure. Um, so the question that I had going to break, and I think it's a fair question, who do you think has gotten better? I mean, substantially better. I, I think, you know, if I had to sit here and be honest with you, okay, which I always try to be anyway, but if I'm going to be honest, I look at a guy like Luke Musgrave. I think Luke Musgrave has done everything you've kind of asked him to. I really do. I think he's 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 grown. He's even getting better. You can see it. Uh, there's still mistakes, but you can kind of see it. I ask you, has Christian Watson gotten better? Romeo Dubs. Romeo Dubs, has he gotten substantially better? Where was this big connection that the offseason grew between Jordan Love and Romeo Dobbs, where he was going to be the go-to guy? At this point, I'd put almost Jaden Reed on that level. Jaden Reed's been pretty good. So I think Jaden Reed, maybe. But you look at a second-year guy in Rasheed Walker, any, and, and this has been talked about, anybody on the outside rushing upfield, he's good with. If you have an inside move, can't block you. Can't do it. Josh Myers, I think, in some places has regressed. Zach Tom, Zach Tom's been serviceable. I think he's playing out of position, but he's been serviceable. Anybody else? I, 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 you know, I don't see anybody else. Devontae Wyatt, he's been okay, but he hasn't given me the flash that he gave me last year. TJ Slayton is a guy. I haven't seen anything dramatic out of Colby Wooden or Carl Brooks or nothing crazy out of Lucas Van S. He'll take a little time. I understand that. Carrington Valentine, the minute he makes an appearance on the field, they go right at him. Anybody? Anders Carlson has gotten better. Is that saying anything? But, But who's gotten dramatically better? I and I, I sit here, you know, Sean Ryan doesn't find the field. He was a third-round draft choice. Third-round draft choice. Again, it, the Green Bay is where third-round dra- draft choices go to die. He can't find the field. Who's gotten better? 877-867-1670. Dances Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is a veteran. I said, first or second-year guy, please pull the crap out of your ears and listen. Otherwise, don't even don't even get on the stream. Just go away. Rick says, most have gotten worse. Gary's returned from knee surgery, but Gary's three, four-year guy. And Gary has, I agree with that, but beyond that, no. To hang your hat on somebody, Aaron Jones, that I can agree with. But I'm asking a question. Who in the first couple of years of their career in Green Bay has dramatically gotten better, substantially better? Anybody? Grant, is there anybody that you can look at and go, wow, they've gotten, they've gotten so much better? 
Not really. No. And they were talking about this on the morning show this morning. Is this uh, an indictment on Brian Gutekunst and the players that he chooses? Or is this an indictment on the coaching staff and their unable or their, I guess, inability to to coach these guys up and to develop them once they get into the league? You know? Yeah. Quay Walker, maybe. He does. I mean, he has been a tackling machine. And when he's in there, he does play sideline to sideline. But the knock on him is. And even the coaches knocked him for making tackles downfield. So is Quay Walker a glorified version of A.J. Hawk? I, I you know, I, I, I'm not being a jerk. I'm just sitting, I just don't, I don't see this improvement. So I think one of the evaluations as I'm sitting here, say, playing general manager is either I have to say I haven't found the talent that I thought the talent level I thought I was getting, or these guys that are coaching them up they're not coaching them up. They don't have that ability. I uh, I heard last night and I want to say it was on the NFL Network, um, and I was flipping around. When I was watching the game late, I was I was laying in bed last night. And I was flipping around, but they called the Packers coaching staff milk toast, and that was the first time that I had heard a criticism of um, the lack of emotion of this Packers coaching staff. But they called it milk toast, and it was it was a former player, he, and they were talking about you know Jordan Love and you know how he's regressed throughout the season and. You know, and and one of the comments from one of these former players was like, "Well, when you play with a milk toast coaching staff like they have," and I don't even know what was said after that because I was kind of like, "Whoa, whoa, wait a minute!" Now it's is this something that Mike Clemens heard, and it's now leaking out from guys inside that locker room, or is this something that's been stated kind of below the surface for a while, and Mike just found out about it, but other players are well aware of it. But they call it milk toast. You know, uh, and, and I, I thought for a minute, I'm, I'm like, well, with what we, what we hear and what we've seen, and now what you're hearing from players in the locker room. Yeah, I would say that's that's probably right. It's probably right. It, it probably milk toast. That's a great way to describe it. And by no means, normally milk toast. If you're an accountant, that's what you want. A very steady eddy, non-emotional, here's what you do. But when it comes to being a football coach in a machismo sport, trying to get the most out of your guys, adrenalize them up, get them hyped, get them focused, man, not good. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. Stay tuned. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The all-new Potawatomi Casino Hotel has something you gotta see. Play more slots and games, and you could say, show me the money, to reveal up to 10 grand each Thursday. 800,000 in prizes is up for grabs. 40 winners each week. This October and November at Potawatomi, Milwaukee, when you're ready to win, just say, show me the money. More info at PaysBig.com. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play.
Welcome back. Good to have you. You know, this past weekend, had a chance. Uh, I went up to the Four Seasons Island Resort in Pembine, and I don't know if you saw any of the pictures, but it's just beautiful. And now they're just open weekends. Once they get uh, this weekend, actually, is their Halloween party, and which will be fun and exciting, but they've got a lot coming up. They've got a lot of different holiday stuff uh, going on. Uh, leading up to Christmas time, and then they've got a New Year's Eve party, and then two weeks after that, they've got an Al Capone party, kind of a throwback to the mobsters of the 20s and 30s, and they got all of that. I mean, there's a, there's so many events happening, and if you haven't found your niche, or maybe you just want to get away, you know, you want to go look at some of the fall foliage. It's It's like just peak up there, or maybe a little beyond peak, but it's beautiful up there right now. Just get a hold of our girl Barb, B-A-R-B, 715-938-5110. There was a ton, just a bunch of uh, trail monsters, too. UTVs, ATVs, four-seaters, two-seaters, uh, you know, the little uh, the, the four-wheel uh, motorbike things, uh, all that stuff. I mean, it, it, they were everywhere up there, and there was like a big party going on. It was a big rally. It was fun. It was a really, really good time. And uh, if you're looking for something to do, uh, we, we always go to the Four Seasons. We try to do a dinner. Uh, in the diamond room and maybe somewhere, something upstairs at the lounge. Or We had a great time downstairs at the Boundary Water Sports Bar and Grill. There were a lot of kids there this past weekend because they had the uh, the uh, Halloween party for kids and families. A lot of kids in the pool and the hot tub. But, like, next weekend, it's more of an adult party. So it's it's good stuff. And then we went into Iron Mountain, Michigan. We had a we had a wonderful time. We went down to the Forgotten Fire Winery on, on Friday and Iron Mountain on Saturday. I mean, it was it was awesome. So a great place and a great time and just a great way to unplug and rewind. That's the Four Seasons Island Resort. That's in Pembine. They have the sister resort as the ski season gets here up in Pine Mountain. So get a hold of uh, Barb, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. Again, 715-938-5110. That's the Four Seasons Island Resort and up there in uh, Pembine and Pine Mountain, too. So there you go. Uh, so anyway, uh, I want to know, and I was asking this question, your thoughts on who has gotten substantially better, if anybody, if anybody. And if if you think that the talent on this team, first of all, let me ask you this. First, do you believe in the talent? Secondly, do you believe that if the talent is here, that there is this level of potential for really good talent to emerge. And one of the things that I had watched this morning was this breakdown of Jordan Love. Jordan Love has thrown the most passes in the National Football League into what they consider to be a tight window. The most passes in the NFL into what they consider to be a tight window. Now, normally you would say, boy, that's bad decision-making. But the way I look at it and the way some of the analysts look at it was that the receivers and the tight ends, the young skill positions, aren't up to speed on details. They're trying to, you're thinking about it. You're trying to get from point A to point B as quick as you can. That's why they say Luke Musgrave needs to relax. Because you don't have to run the route 100 miles an hour a lot of the time. You know you only have a couple of seconds, but you don't have to run it 100 miles an hour. What you're looking to do is run a crisp route. And they're not running off coverage. 
which is why I said if I were going to think about it, about bringing in a decent veteran wide receiver, maybe a veteran could really, a guy that's been there, done that, and right now rather than prior to, can really show them how it's done. You know, I mean, I know people say, well, that's what you got coaches for. The best coach Tremont Williams ever had to watch him help study for film was Charles Woodson while he was playing. One of the best wide receivers to help Devontae Adams was Jordy Nelson. Jordy was fast. He was deceptively fast, but he wasn't the fastest guy in the field, but he ran an incredible route. He was a good route-running wide receiver. And that's what helped Devontae in his initial step, if you talk to Devontae, was he learned some things watching Jordy because Jordy knew how to get off the line of scrimmage. It's about getting open, getting off the line of scrimmage, and having a guy trail you. So it's not all on love. But the question is, if things stay like this the rest of the season, do the Packers even remain with Jordan Love? You know, they're going to have some money to go out and spend $40 million plus, most likely. But... I don't know if you can just go out and supplement all your holes with free agents and overpay for free agents, especially with the way the market is right now with how people are looking for all guaranteed money and all the craziness because of the, you know, the ramifications of the dumbass contract that is the Deshaun Watson contract, which, by the way, I take a lot of pleasure in seeing that he, is, he sucks. And Cleveland stuck with him for the next three years. You can't trade them away. All that money comes due unless you just want to tear it all down and not pay anybody. So I love it. I love that Cleveland is just sinking into the abyss yet again when it comes to when it comes to their quarterback position. But my point is, is that I, I understand they've got young talent. This talent has to get better. It just has to. And the fact that they start off so slow and can't figure it out. What what's the statistics? They've been outscored in the first quarter like sixty three to six in the last four games, or five games, or something something crazy like that. Just some stupid statistic. They 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 can't get out of their own way. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Let's go to Doug. Doug, welcome to the program, man. How you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good. I got a player that I I think is is quite a bit better than last year. Okay. And that is Romeo. That is Romeo Dubs. Okay. I think he's physically a lot stronger. You you look at those first couple of games, unbelievable catches, unbelievable body control. I mean, that guy's a star in the making. All he needs is a chance. You know, and when Christian Watson comes back, what do they do? They try to force feed Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs disappears. I mean that's that should be your guy down by the goal line that you're or in the red zone that you're going yeah. to, you know. And uh, I think he's done everything they asked him. And I think his attitude is such as which he's he wants to be a star and he's going to do what it what it takes to be one. Christian Watson, I don't even know if he really wants to be a football player, you know. So I got Dubs. I I think given the opportunity and. He, he would do everything you would ask him to do, and I think he'd be really good at it. I think he's actual star in the making. So Okay. Can't argue with that. I appreciate the phone call. I, I, I like Romeo Dobbs. I was hoping for the way they talked about this connection that it was going to be so much, so much more. It hasn't been. 
Uh, but I will say a couple of times I've seen him run some routes. He has done some things extremely well. He's still not there, obviously, but he's done some things extremely well. I do agree that they try to force the ball to Watson, but I also think that Watson, because he is of his speed and his ability to break free, that the dynamicness he brings to the table, then that could be your most dynamic football player. So they do try to force it to him. I understand that. I know why. Uh, but you may get a whole lot more of Romeo Dobbs right now, and I'll tell you that because uh, it looks like Christian Watson's nicked up, at least going down with that that knee issue uh, when he had to stop and come back for that ball uh, in the game on Sunday. So I don't know how long he's going to be out or if he's even going to miss any time. Let's hope he doesn't. But nevertheless, you may see a whole lot more of Romeo Dobbs along the way because of it. Who has gotten a lot better first- or second-year player as the season's gone on from what we saw last year? So what we've looked at is Dobbs and Quay Walker. Quay Walker is better tackling, but is he doing it and filling the holes and better against the run and been really, really good in that area? Or is he just making a lot of tackles downfield because he's got really good speed? And is Romeo Dobbs, who's had some flashes, capable of doing that on a game-in and game-out basis? And can he be a game-changer? Can he be dynamic? Who is the dynamic player on this team? 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up because I, I, I would really love to, to pick your brain on that. Maybe I'm, being, maybe I'm grading things way too harshly. I don't know. Maybe I am. But I, I still think it's a legitimate question. This portion of the program brought to you by the Sunset Grill on Prospect Avenue in Pewaukee Lake. If you're going to go watch the, uh, the NLCS Game 7 tonight, Sunset Grill, they're going to have it on. Good place to go right there on Pewaukee Lake. It's going to be a be- one of the last beautiful nights we're going to have in a while, so why the hell not get out there? Open up those windows, man. Sit on the deck for a little bit. Enjoy yourself. Maybe watch a few boats go by before the season begins to really end. Check out our friends at Sunset Grill on Pewaukee Lake, Prospect Avenue in Pewaukee. More of the Bill Michael Show. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. All right, Team Pella, listen up. Thanks, John Kuhn. Customers love our products with limited lifetime warranties. Check out these big plays. Incredible innovations like blinds and shades between the glass. No interference on that play, Coach. And stylish windows with hidden screens that make game days a breeze. Can it get any better? It can. With monthly payments as low as $19 per window, $75 per patio door, and a free quote at PellaWI.com. Let's go. Whether you're looking to replace older damaged windows and doors or just wanting to revamp the look of your home, Pella offers a wide range of styles and materials to match your home's unique design. Hurry, take advantage of monthly payments as low as $19 per window and $75 per patio door at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Get your free quote today at PellaWI.com. 6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offers at 1031-2023. Terrific company right here in the state of Wisconsin called Veterans America. And uh, James Mercado and his staff, they're great people, but better than, uh, you know, just being great people. They help out veterans and military members get into better situations when it comes to buying a home. Whether it's refinancing or your first mortgage or whatever it happens to be, 
they work with you so much better than a lot of the credit unions and uh, big banks do. And that's what they and they just deal with veterans and military members so they can work through all of the the governmental stuff and uh, the little bit looser credit requirements. And they've got different possibilities for, you know, everybody's situation. So uh, check them out because they really believe in owning the land that you defend. That is their motto. Call my buddy James Mercado at 262-745-3333. Right here in the state of Wisconsin, 262-745-3333. 262-745-3333. Anywhere in the state of Wisconsin. Again, 262 262- Seven four five, thirty three thirty three. That is a company called Veterans America, and they're based right here in our own backyard. That's the best part about it. Um, Michael says, if you look at Matt Lafleur and the interactions with some of these players, it seems like the players don't even really care for him, and he kind of knows it. They seem phony. Tom says, uh, it was even mentioned on the broadcast last night, what a nice restart to his career Owen Burks has had since being lost in Green Bay for the first four seasons. Enough said. Uh, We've seen that happen a couple of times. You know, and you know what? It's not, I will say this, Tom, it's kind of unfair to look at Green Bay in a microcosm and say, well, it only happens in Green Bay because there's been other players that have succeeded in other places when they just didn't click with whomever it was in that coaching staff that they were working with at the time. Sometimes you just don't reach everybody. I was going to say the Packers get credit for Rasul Douglas, Devondre Campbell, and Keyshawn Nixon then by that. Like the Packers have found guys as well. Right, yeah. And you remember the the Bears let go of Adrian Amos, and the Packers just scooped him up, and he said how much better it was here and how much more he liked it. Now, then again, he was winning, but – there were certain things here that where some guys excelled. Look at the success they had when they brought in the Smith brothers, and look at how Devondre Campbell has really come on and came on when he was kind of sitting out there in limbo and nobody wanted the guy. So they've they've done some good things too. I, I won't I won't just say that, but it is it's it is paint. We look at the ones that make us cringe when somebody leaves your team and they go off to greener pastures and just start playing incredible incredible ball and you're like ah god see i told you it's a coaching staff sometimes it's not sometimes it's just that guy just the the pasture is a better pasture for him to be in so that i understand um now it does concern me that mike lemons yesterday doubled down on what he had to say about the the you know the the player in the locker room speaking, I don't want to say on the condition of anonymity, but just didn't want their name attributed to it, but just basically gave Mike a heads up and said, hey, look, man, we had a really good game plan. We worked on it all week leading up to this. And then at halftime, they come down and they start changing things. And we're like, why? We've only given up six points. What, what, you know, what are we doing here? Or 10 points, what are we doing here? And then they make a change. Very nonchalantly, no inspiration, no fire, no emotion. Walk away, and guys are looking around like, well, wait a minute, what what are we doing? You know? Um, that, to me, is probably more concerning than anything, to be quite honest with you. That, that, that to me, is more concerning. Because one, if it's working, do you see a tendency to where it's not? Then explain why. And two, you, you again, I mean, I in football, fire and brimstone speeches, 
uh, only last until the first time you hit somebody. But a mentality on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of how you go about your work and the tenacity with which you do it, that lasts into the game. And granted, a lot of that has to come from your position coaches, but I just remember Kevin Green being on a sideline. Dom Capers was the slow, methodical, uninspirational thinker. Kevin Green was the guy that wanted to whoop your ass. And that combination worked. We don't see anybody like that. We don't see that out of this staff. And we see other teams take on a persona. You know? So... I, I I would agree with that, that there's uh, you can have a level of concern because there is not any kind of outspoken passion. Now, I will say this. Look at Mike McDaniel. He's not he's not that guy either. Sometimes it's just about the talent on the field. You know, one hour. Man, that was fast. That flew by. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Stay tuned. We've got a lot more coming up. More to Bill Michael Show next.